Kia ora, good morning. It's great to connect again this morning. God is so good. The goodness of God just amazes me every day. Well, we've been dealing this month with the theme uh, sunrise. And last week we uh, saw how amazing it was that the grave couldn't hold our blessed Lord Jesus Christ. He rose again from the dead. The Son of God indeed did rise uh, long ago. And God raised him up. He's alive forever and seated at the right hand of God. How amazing. The resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. We also spoke of our faith. How that Jesus is the absolute source and foundation of our faith. And how that we can be transfused with the uh, sin-resistant life of Christ. That is eternal life. As we uh, walk with him uh, by faith. As we look to him each day of our lives. And this week, I want to speak to you today about family. But before we do, let's pray. Father, I just want to thank you today for family. How precious family is at this time. We thank you, thank you for the extra time we've been able to spend with our families, many of us. And Father, we just know that your hand is upon us and you are blessing every family. We just know that you put the lonely in families and that you are for every person that is listening here today. So bless every family, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And for his glory, praise God. Our family. Well, I don't know about you, but I know what God wants for your family. I don't know about your family, uh, but it's a place of laughter, love and acceptance. That's what it's supposed to be. That's what I love about Excite, uh, the family of God, the people of God where we meet. It's a place of laughter and love and acceptance. And we make, make people feel as though they belong. But sometimes families can be a place of disagreements. It could be a place of tears, of broken promises, and of disappointments. Sometimes those things come on every family. And uh, through the highs and through the lows and through the ups and the downs, one thing still remains, and that is God has a glorious plan for your family and for our family. Praise God. God caused his son to rise. And he will cause his light to shine on your family. How amazing. God is for us. If God be for us, who can be against us? Today I've got three words to speak about in regard to family. And the first one is covenant. And, and uh, you know, when we think about covenant, we think about marriage. That's a covenant. Uh, God created Adam and then he made Eve and brought her along to Adam and they too became, uh, they lived in covenant relationship. That's where the first marriage was formed. And God blesses marriage with children. He wants them to be brought up in a loving environment. And so uh, God is for us uh, when it comes to marriage and uh, raising families. But today I want to read about God's perpetual covenant of peace with his people. And we read about that in Isaiah 54. And if we turn there, we read about that in verse 11. It says, O you afflicted one, tossed with the tempest and not comforted. In verse 13, it's got this promise. All your children shall be taught by the Lord. Wow, that's so good. And great shall be the peace of your children. Wow, that is so good. What a promise. And then we look at verse 17 and it says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Wow. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. 
This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. What a blessing, what a covenant, the word of God, the promises in God's word. This is God's perpetual covenant of peace with his people. Yes, God is for you. He's, he's for your family at this time. And the key to a blessed family life is a person. And that person's name is Jesus. Because this, this one, the Lord Jesus Christ, who has risen from the dead, he is a solid rock. He is dependable. He is someone to build your life on. He is life itself. And so as we build on him, we're protected. And our families are protected. They're blessed as we build our lives on, on the Lord Jesus Christ. We experience the love of God coming into our families and the goodness of God through our Lord Jesus Christ. I was thinking about uh, meteorites and how that they hurl towards the earth, but there's a protective uh, covering around the earth. Uh, the atmosphere, as, as the meteorites come in, uh, the meteors, sorry, come in and hit the uh, earth's atmosphere, uh, most of them just burn up completely and uh, don't fall to the ground and damage. Some will get through, but there's that protection around the earth. Well, God has a covenant for your family, and it's a covenant that protects us. And we and he is dependable, and we can rely on his word. Yes, God that caused his son to rise again from the dead will cause his light to shine on your family. I believe that with all my heart. Now, as husbands, we have an important role to play in, in our families, us guys. Uh, it's important that we spend time with the Lord. It's important that we bring a flow of life and light and love into our family and into our marriage. And that, uh, and when we do that, our wives will be the first to recognize that. Uh, they, they will be the first to recognize that we're spending time with the Lord. And they will respond in a positive way to that. And that will bring blessing in our relationship uh, with our wives and blessing for our children as well. So do spend time with the Lord. Make sure you walk with him, that you walk by faith and trust in him every day. And don't try and incorporate Jesus into your life. As we grow up, we realize we're no longer the center, but he is the center. He is life itself. And so we start becoming who he is rather than us trying to incorporate him into who we are. That's just a bit of encouragement for us. And uh, one of the most important things is um, in, in family life, not to take what others or the devil says to us personally uh, or the way in which he sees us. Don't take that on board personally, uh, but rather take on board what God says about us and make that what you take on by faith personally. And then we'll be secure in his love and his acceptance and his affection. So covenant is very important when it comes to family, the covenant of God with our families. Praise God for that. Then number two, care. Care is a wonderful word. And, um, you know, children need a lot of care, especially young children. Families need a lot of care. A marriage relationship needs a lot of care. Children start off needing a lot of care, and by the time that they leave home, uh, they should be at least be able to care for themselves, hopefully, when they become 17, 18, 19, 20. But if we raise them up well, maybe they'll be able to care for themselves, but also be able to care for others too. And that's the goal in life, isn't it? But a baby, when they start out very young, they need a tremendous amount of care. And a baby, when they're out playing in the playground, well, I'm just talking like a very, very young toddler, 
Uh, they just sit out there and they'll just pick up and they'll just taste everything. They'll put sand in their mouth and dirt in their mouth and all they want to do is see what everything tastes like. Sometimes as we grow up in this world and the children get older, they still are a little bit like that. And uh, sometimes they want to try other things than what we actually teach them. Uh, but they, they recognize after a while that the things of this world and things that they thought would satisfy them, well, sometimes they don't satisfy and they realize that we're left feeling empty. Um, and that's where, uh, in a family too, a mother's love when it comes to care is it's very important to guide and direct the children and uh, raise them up. Our mothers are so precious as well as our fathers. And um, the other day, like we've got our first grandchild, Caleb, and he's only eight weeks old. And, and during this lockdown period, Ruth and I have been taking him out every day for a walk. Well, the other day, Ruth and I took Caleb out for a walk and we got caught in the rain. He was in his pram and um, he slept through the whole ordeal. But I was busy rushing and trying to find shelter under a building or under a tree. And then the rain would keep coming and then it would stop and ease a bit and we'd try to head home. We're a couple of kilometres away from home. And uh, Ruth decided she wanted to just keep walking home. She had a jacket on, I only had a t-shirt uh, like this. And um, so she decided to walk ahead, but I kept looking for shelter. And uh, we eventually got home. I was a little bit soaked and uh, we got the baby home. But he was safe the whole time. He was asleep. Uh, the pram had a hood over it and uh, he was well looked after. And even God was looking after him. When, God, when we got home, uh, Carmel, his mum, our daughter, she was a little bit concerned that the pram was so wet. And, uh, but yet there were so many things that were protecting this baby and uh, first we were sheltering under the tree he was wrapped in his blankets he had the hood of the pram over him and we were looking after him and God was watching over him as well and often that's the same with our family sometimes we think that we're the only one looking after our family and we've got to try and control everything but God has his promises and his word that he's got our back and he's supporting us as well and we can rest in him now, as parents, it's our responsibility with our families and with our children to give them a taste of the bread of heaven. And they will get that from us, how we live our lives, more, uh, more than what we say to them and tell them. Yes, we do need to actually share the word of God with our children. Uh, but most foremost, we need to be an example to them. And I failed many times in that. But each day I just seek the Lord for his guidance and for his help that I might be a little bit more understanding and be able to help my children, encourage my children, be there for them in the way that they need me to be there for them. Especially as they grow up and become teenagers, um, their needs change as they go through all different stages of life. So as, as we walk with them as parents, as we display the love and the light of God to them, in, the, in our relationship with the Lord that we have, it, as it shines out into our family, they will see what it is to be, uh, what, what it is like to be secure and to be loved by God, and what it is like to share that love with others. Because we will be demonstrating it to them, day by day. And uh, in Psalm 128 and verse one to four, it says, "Blessed are all who fear the Lord." who walk in obedience to him. You will eat of the fruit of your labor. Blessings and prosperity will be yours. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house and your children, get this, your children will be like olive shoots around your table bearing fruit. Yes, 
This will be the blessing for the man who fears the Lord. Our parents need mum and dad to actually put the Lord first in their lives for Christ to be the center of our marriage and of our family as we train up our children for the Lord. When Christ's the center of a family or a marriage, then love flows. It flows from above and we get a taste of heaven in our marriage and in our family. You know, some, sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes we start the day well, and uh, we may even, I know I might even start the day with the Lord and spend a couple of hours with devotion with the Lord and have a great time. Uh, but then suddenly, when we move out of that, the, we move into uh, work or uh, family duties, and, and suddenly the, the demands of family life come upon us, and our children making demands and their needs and things we have to tend to. And especially when you've got a newborn in the family, they need a lot of attention, a lot of time. We're experiencing that in a family of eight at the moment, to have an eight-week-old uh, child, Caleb, with us. Such a blessing, but he needs a lot of help too and a lot of attention and love. Well, uh, when what we find is that when we have all these demands on our life, we can start the day well, but sometimes if we don't give attention to having Christ at the centre, we can often uh, be distracted. If our relationship with him grows weak or frayed, other relationships will actually become weak and frayed as well. So um, it's one thing too to recognize in our marriage that duties and responsibilities are not the priority in marriage and in family life, but our relationship with the Lord and each other, with husband and wife and with uh, mum and dad and the children as well. That is a that is what is uh, most important. So um, for all you wonderful mums out there, it's important uh, for your life not to be revolving around your children as well or around your husband, that you too have a, a personal relationship with the Lord and that first and foremost, you tend to that relationship. And I know that many of you do and uh, sometimes do it better than us, us men. And so what's needful for the men is also needful in that way for the mums. So God who caused his sun to rise will cause his light to shine on your family. Praise God for that. So we have covenant and we have care. And now the third point, the third word I want to bring to you is the word comfort. Comfort, it's a wonderful word. Our, our children need to be comforted at times. We all need the comfort uh, from God and from our parents at times. Uh, as parents, sometimes we worry about the uh, future of our children and bringing them up in this world and with COVID-19 and things just happening out of the blue this year that we never expected a few months ago, uh, things come upon us very rapidly and quickly and uh, we just, we, we can worry, but we need to take comfort. And that's what the Word of God gives us. It gives us great comfort. If you, uh, it, it, We've read already in Isaiah 54 and verse 13, it says, all your children will be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children. And that's, that's a big comfort to us. That we can take great comfort from that. As parents, we represent our Heavenly Father. And as we do that and bring a taste of heaven into our family, uh, well, then, well, then that tends to attract the children towards Christ. And Jesus said, let the children come to me. In other words, don't hinder them. Don't stop them. His disciples wanted to chase them away at one time because the Lord was busy, but he says, let the children come to me. Our lives should be lives as parents that would attract our children to the Lord as they get a taste of heaven. 
and they should be comforted by being with us. And Proverbs 22 verse 6 says this promise as well. It says, and I find this brings much comfort to me. Train up the child, a child in the way that he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. What a promise that is. So I can train him up in the way that he should go. He might waver at times. He might wander at times. But when he's old, that foundation, that family life foundation relationship with God will stand him in good stead in the future. When he's old, he won't depart from it. So um, they may go away for a time, but if they've had a taste of the Lord and his love, they will come back again, just like the prodigal son. And that's a great blessing to know. God caused his son to rise and he will cause his light to shine on your family. I want you to remember that in the message today. Some people will say, well, you don't know about my family. It's so bad. Uh, I feel there's no hope for my family or it's, it's in such disarray or my marriage. Uh, but I want to tell you, no matter what your home life is like, what, no matter what your marriage is like, if you commit it to the Lord, there is hope. God can change it. You might not be able to change it, but God can change it. And for your solo mums out there, there's a verse uh, earlier on in the chapter that we read in Isaiah 54, and this is verse 5, and it says, Your maker is your husband. There's great comfort. If you're bringing up your children on your own and you're a mum, it's not easy. I would never want to have to do that. And um, it would be very difficult. And God takes special care and has special comfort for you. He says, your maker is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. And your redeemer is the holy one of Israel. Praise God. So a family is not only a place of comfort. It's a place of expectation and vision. We all have a great amount of vision for our children and for our families. I do. But God does. He also, for his family, the family of God, he says, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. Praise God, he's got great plans, great expectation for us uh, in our families. And um, forgiveness, family is a place of forgiveness. That's a very, very important thing. Make sure you forgive one another. Uh, a place of encouragement. We all need encouragement in life. I know my children encourage me even. My wife encourages me. And I find, even as a guy, I find that's a great encouragement. And I want to encourage them. And I want to encourage my wife. And so our words are very, very important. There's support in a family. There's identity in a family. We get identity from our family, especially the family of God. We have a new identity in Christ. And uh, there's security in a family. There's acceptance and comfort. We've had comfort already. Praise God. So a family is a great blessing. And God caused his son to rise. And he will cause his light to shine on your family. Take that away with you. He caused his son to rise. And he will cause his light to shine on your family. Our family is so precious. It's so important to be part of a family and to have the care and the love and the light of God flowing into our family. With our, God's got our back. We talked about covenant. We talked about care. And we talked about comfort. Three words. And God wants to bless you with that. May your family be blessed this week as you go, as you spend time with the Lord, as you spend time together. 
as you laugh and enjoy great times as you trust in the Lord and the future that he has for you. Praise his name. God bless you abundantly.